Hey ladies, it's your favorite dating coach here. Do these titles sound familiar at all? Uh, what to do until love finds you. Secrets of an irresistible woman. What are the three biggest mistakes women make in relationships? <laughs> hey, what's up ladies? So today I'm gonna show you guys 10 ways to make a guy weak for you. So how do you become a high value woman that men will never want to leave? Coming up, a year and a half ago, she said she was fat, broke, and miserable. Now she's happier than ever. How'd she do it? Oh, man. I love having sex with guys. It's great. <laughs> well, I guess we just started. So. Pick, pick out the bugs, Carla. That's, pick out the bugs. That's the opener. Okay, so we're there. I was going to start with a song, okay. but... Uh, I know, started. I thought we were going to sing something. Well, I wanted to sing, Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. That's all I wanted to sing. Oh, okay. I like That's that it. there was a shoulder shimmy that went with that. You have to do the shoulder shimmy. It's it's in the well, lyric. obviously. The shoulder shimmy's in the lyric. Hi, Delia. Oh, it's uh, that's the, the stage direction? Yes. <laughs> that's right. It is my intention is to shimmy. Um, hi. Okay. How are That's you? fair. I'm well, Carla. Okay, good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. So we are just back at it. We're back at it. We're in it to win it. We're doing the podcast. Yeah, we're, we're both. We're getting right back on horses. We are. Stuff, we're both our thing. still congested, incredibly uh -huh. congested, which is a turn on for some guys. So yeah, isn't that like a fetish? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> chest congestion. It's a huge fetish. So first of all, I want to read something that we got a message from a new listener that thrilled okay. the shit out of me today. Um, so we posted our episode last night. And you know, I've been really trying to build up our social media following. And last night, we got a message from a listener. And this is what she said. She says, so I just started y'all's podcast today and you both are killing me. I don't think I've laughed this hard in a while. Thank you for making a podcast that single women who are out there in this hellish dating scene and letting us know we're not alone. Also, I love how you all incorporate that it's okay to keep it casual and just have a one night or find your man. Not a lot of ladies like to keep it casual these days. Uh, that message basically made my life. That is exactly... <laughs> Exactly what you needed to hear at the time. Well, no, when I told you when we first started this podcast and we talked about this, we wanted to do something that women who are dating will relate to. And that's what we've done. We yeah. win. Yeah, we did it. So we, we can retire now. Can we yes. quit our jobs? Yes. I always have just... quit your job fantasies. <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. I do. Uh, it's highly choreographed and there might be a musical number, but. <laughs> but I do think that when somebody starts messaging us and telling us that we're doing the exact thing we set out to do, that's a sign that we will be able to quit our jobs and podcast full time, travel the country, talk to people about relationships and probably still never land our man. But it's OK. <laughs> It's a dream come true. My concern is, is that once we land our men, we can no longer do the podcast. Well, currently that's not <clears throat> a fear for me. So um, <laughs> I'm no closer today than I was yesterday. That's true. Listeners. So we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Delia, we I can. know for a fact right now that you're sexting with someone and you're distracted. Girl. Can we put so, the ding-a-ling away for just, <laughs> for the next hour? No, I'm just staring at this and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Please share. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh shit, so, the thing. <laughs> so last episode, <laughs> yeah, I've, I was dating someone exclusively. Yeah, a week and ago. Uh -huh. Yes. Well, things change. It's a fluid situation here. It always um, has So been. that's not the case anymore. Right. right. <laughs> it always has been. And so 
Then last night I'm chatting with just a friend texting and I'm like, I don't know what is going. I'm like, here's the thing about dating because I kind of was in it. Like I had the mindset of like, I'm just going to date this one person. It's going to be great. I'm going to, and then it didn't work. And so then to shift back into, oh God, now I have to like be back on the apps, have these conversations all over again. Ugh. I just right. didn't have like the mental capacity to do that. So as I set my phone down last night, I like hear it buzz and I thought it was my friend responding. And it wasn't, it was Circus Cock. And for oh, those of you <laughs> who, and this is, listen to the first <clears throat> season, you guys. So I met Circus Cock in June. Right. And I remember Circus Cock well. I still don't think he knows that that's his nickname. But sex with him is banging. Mm -hmm. And so we have plans probably later tonight. <laughs> and, um, to go drink hot chocolate and look at Christmas lights. Yeah, we're going to sing Christmas carols or something like that without our pants on. Right. Uh, <laughs> Have a holly jolly Christmas. Okay. And then, so I'm texting him like last night and he wanted me to come over like last night. And Carla, you'll be so proud. I said, I can't. I have work to do. I was working on our show notes. So oh, good, I forewent. Because... I know because the episode was really, but, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for doing them last night. Priorities. Um, when we, yeah, because I got it the morning after. But they got done and you turned down great They sex. got done. I get it. Congratulations. I did not have <clears throat> banging sex last night. I'm so sorry. Um, that's probably what tonight's for. And so it's I'm Friday. texting him. I'm, yeah, it's Friday. It's the freaking weekend. So while I was texting him today, another guy oh, that I met like the first time I did Tinder, the poker player, he's been back in contact because he's back on Tinder. And he's like, what are you doing tonight? So I guess oh, like I am putting the vibe out there. You are. And I was like, you're basically I emitting I don't sex waves. Yeah. I you're like, guess. you're like a sex tower. Real. You're a sex tower and you're transmitting <laughs> sex waves. That's what you're waves. doing. Waves. Waves. Hey. So, yeah, and I leave town tomorrow, actually, to go to Northern California. So to either scare off, scare off a predator or fall in love. I don't know. Whatever you want to do. <clears throat> um, this is mm -hmm. what you're going to do tonight. You're going you're gonna to see Circus Cock because that's okay. a sure thing and you know you'll enjoy it. True. You always do. And you're going to tell poker yeah. guy, you're going to say, poker guy, I'm going out of town and we can hook up when I get back. Yeah. And here, here's the thing about this time of year, you guys, as much as I love the holidays, <clears throat> um, Vegas is a town almost nobody's actually from. So everyone's traveling around. So he's like, yeah, I'm going back. He's from New York. So he's like, I'm going back east, you know, over Christmas. I was like, well, I'm sure you can squeeze me in because... You know. <laughs> I squeeze you in. I mean, hot chocolate without pants on. That's right. But I'm bump. Still, I think. But I think he'll wait because it's been months. So I think he's got it in. Well, him. yeah, it's been years technically. So. That's true. He'll, he'll have to wait. That's actually, true. here's the thing. Guys actually... They don't mind being put off for a little while. It amps up the anticipation. Well, and they're probably fucking other people, I'm thinking. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Circus cock isn't. Like, we had this conversation. I was like, oh, when's the last time you got laid? He's like, when's the last time we were together? I was like, have you been in a coma? Because that's been a while. Like, Right, right. <laughs> and he's like, Is no, I just, I haven't found anyone. I was like. Oh yeah, me neither. No, I've I've definitely gotten laid since then. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I yeah, it's not an issue for me, buddy, but No. Yeah, I think I have that's blonde part of hair why, and boobs. I think that's part of why you're gonna love the book this week because it does Oh yeah, let's dig it. It oh, shatters a, a lot wait of a myths. Before we start, 
Right. You had a challenge, Carla, now. I did. For this last week. What happened? Did you fail me? Uh, no, it, technically, yes. <laughs> technically, I failed, but I'm telling you, my dry spell's over. So 33 is still texting me, and we've made a plan that he's going to come down from NorCal after the holidays and spend a weekend. And sit in your car? No, I think we might move this party into my house. What? Okay. Well, he loves craft beers and he like messaged me because I went to this event last night at a brew at a brewery. A brewery. At a brewery. A brewery. brewery. And I was telling him oh, I'm going to this brewery. He's like, oh what brewery? I love craft beers. And that's my that's not how he sounds at all, by the way. But that's my text voice for him. He's like, I he love He kind of sounds like a Sesame Street character. Yeah, a little bit. He loves craft beer. So I said, and he said, you know, there's a lot of my favorite ones are from San Diego. And I said, well, you'll just have to come to San Diego and I'll take you to a brewery. Oh, and he I'll take was, you to a brewery. <laughs> I'm not and so impressed with your text voice, to be honest. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, I'm not making an effort. No, but he, so he was, he's down. He's like, yeah, after the holidays, let's plan something. Yeah. And, you know, he sends me, like, he's so, he's 33. It's, it's, he's cute. Like, he sends me the morning, you know, like, hey, gorgeous, have a beautiful day. And like, oh, it's so sweet. I love that shit. I love it. I love it. I don't like, want to, but like waking up to somebody texting, like it is the forget sweet, it. That's because like because it's like they just woke up and they thought of me. I love that. Yeah, it makes me so happy. And and he's just really gentlemen, um, gentlemen out there. If you want to get in a lady's pants, I'm telling you, just morning text. set an alarm, start good morning texting. Yeah, it's true. There's it's a secret true. from me to you. There's just there's no doubt. There's no doubt about it. No doubt, uh, no doubt, no doubt. But I do. So I need to tell. So that's one situation. But OK, so I said I kind of failed. But so last week I mentioned the guy that messaged me and said, I still think you're what did he say? I still beautiful, think you're ridiculously gorgeous. beautiful. I still think you're ridiculously beautiful. OK, mm. so we're we're messaging throughout the week. We're supposed to get together. He kind of falls off again. He stops messaging. So I message him and I say, I was really looking forward to the cuddling because I was like, I'm not going to bust his balls. Like he's probably busy, but I just think it sucks when guys you're hot and heavy and then they just, you know, disappear. So the other night I sent that message and then we start texting for about four hours deep into the deep into the night and the deep cuts of the night. Yeah. This guy tells me, he goes, well, you know, I stopped talking to you because uh, there's something I haven't really told you. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, I uh, feel like this is like a Scooby-Doo reveal right now. Well, <laughs> yeah, because I wanted to tell you about it so bad. And you're like, oh, I'm busy. I have to work and do show notes. Um, so I'll tell you now. So... <laughs> And sexed. Don't forget sex. You didn't do sex. You had time to talk to me. You didn't even do sex. So Sexting. Sexting, that's true. Well, that's what I was doing. So anyway. I'm a multitasker. So he, so he was like, you know, I haven't told you. And I'm thinking, oh, God, what can it be? Oh, God. And he's like, you know, I talked to you before. And I'm like, yeah, I know. We talked like a year ago and we stopped talking. He goes, no, no, way before. And I'm like, like when? He goes, I don't know, like six, seven years ago. And I said, what? No, I was in a relationship six, seven years ago. And he goes, maybe longer. He's like, I have all the conversations on my old phone. I'll have to look at the dates. He goes, actually, no, it was 10 years ago. He goes, because we were supposed to meet. He said, and you were 30 and I was 20. Uh, or no, he, he, I was 35 and he was 20. And he told me that he was 28 and he lied to me. 
So then when it came down to us actually meeting, he got scared and didn't meet me because he knew I would figure out he was 20 when we met. I didn't for realize this guy is a full 15 years younger than you are. Okay. Hey, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. So I said, I was like, well, why didn't you just lead with that? Why didn't you tell me? He's like, because he goes, I know that it probably sounds creepy and weird and I didn't want to creep you out or scare you. And I'm like, so (laughs) I'm like, you've been thinking about me for all this time and he's like "Uh uh-huh well I'm like why didn't you just meet me then he goes because you wouldn't have talked to me he's like I'm a grown man now and girl he is he is a grown man so (laughs) (laughs) he's very attractive he's he look he has like I showed my sister and she's like he looks like Jesus but hot Scott like long <laughs> hair. Way to break it down, Nancy. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus of of Nazareth, but hot. So Jesus. Well, right. Merry Christmas to me. So here's the deal. So then, so we chatted more, and I was picking his brain. I'm like, so wait, you've been, you so you had all these messages, and you've this and you've that, and I'm like, and you're gonna show them to me, and this and that, and he's like, yeah, he's all basically like, you've been a fantasy for me. For all these years he's all when I was a young guy he's like and you like sent me pictures over and stuff he's like y- he's like you were it he goes I was so obsessed with you and I, wow I said this is like really flattering and also I'm afraid you might murder me I don't know and uh, <laughs> girl I will write your IDTV show right. script and You're I welcome. said I'm like have you ever been violent with women or do you <laughs> do you daydream about and he said no only when they request it okay that's Uh, fair i kind of liked that response so (laughs) what i did was i told him all right meet me at one o'clock on saturday at a specific location i'm not going to say it here because i don't want our hordes of listeners to show up there and move in on my date but anyway i told him one o'clock specific time saturday meet me um and he hasn't responded he's seen the message but he hasn't responded so i don't know delia i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow right yeah tomorrow tomorrow so i just missed the cutoff because technically if we had recorded this tomorrow night or sunday i may have been able to fulfill your yeah well i mean you try i mean you know to make this plan so if no, he I've doesn't been, show up then no i've been working girl i talked to this other guy and i was really bummed there was this guy on bumble and i'm usually not attracted to redhead redheaded men but there was something about this guy mm-hmm. his first picture he was holding a slice of pizza like a like a dangling beef steak he was just holding a, a you know pizza whatever oh, trips your oh, trigger oh. honey <laughs> i'm like Oh, yeah. So how do you catch a Carla? Dangle a piece of pizza. Dangle a slice. (laughs) Text her in the morning. That's right. So we started messaging and he was probably like the best chat I've had in a very long time. Mm. Very like easy back and forth. Like we, you know, you know, he said, okay, well, because I've been sick and I said, I have to go to bed because I have to go to work, but I want to continue talking to you and he said of course I can't wait to talk to you again let's plan to get together this week okay okay I I go to bed thinking I'm gonna marry this guy and then the next day he blocked and deleted me on Bumble so (laughs) oh okay yeah so that was the obvious progression of that conversation I was like yeah obviously all righty then I did screenshot your pizza pic, dude. So if I ever run into you, <laughs> you're going down. I, and you're dangling a piece of pizza. I'm going after that. Okay. Anyway, so that's, yeah, that's been, it's been, it's been a week. That's been one week of my situation. Well, it sounds like we're both out there doing it. Whatever it is. We're spitballing it. We're doing the best we can, you know. Oh, I do have another date for next Thursday. 
I did arrange that this morning. And that is that a new guy or is that a same guy? Mm-hmm. A new guy. No, new guy. Oh my god. Okay. Good for you. Okay, so maybe by next maybe by next week I'll have this one guy who's been obsessed with me for years and I'm his fantasy. I'll have him locked down. Maybe. Maybe. He's I'll 15 definitely... years younger than you are. Yes, is that bad? No, it's not bad I... at all. But do you remember, I, like, those times when I'm, like, I'm going out with, like, a 28-year-old when I'm, like, 35, and you're, like, ah, oh, God, ew. That's not fair, because the first guy that I dated when I started dating again was 28, if you remember correctly. No, I do, but you always had an issue with age, the Whatever. discrepancy. Well, You got you. over that real fucking quick. <laughs> Yeah, I was just worried about you. I was You're like, look, you. some guys, there's just an exception to be made. <laughs> I was just thinking about your best interest. That's all. It's their charming personality. That's right. Sure. That's right. Mm. So I would like to talk about the book now, I think. And I'm actually. Yeah, let's I, do it. I, okay, I love this book for so many reasons. Okay. So many reasons. Is this all the chapters that you listed out? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have some questions. Yes. So, okay. So this book was written in 2007 by David Zinjenko. And David is the editor-in-chief of Men's Health. Oh, uh, hey, Dave. Right. And so he wrote, he authored Eat It to Beat It. Uh, and he... <laughs> <laughs> And he, you know, he did. I'm the sorry, eat- I almost just spit my wine all over the microphone. <laughs> he did eat this, not that. Uh, abs. Is diet this all books. like? F- oh, okay, so these are diet books, and not to like make your jizz taste better, or is it to make? That's your correct. Jizz- you are correct. So I'm, you know, I do the research that I normally do, and much also more than Ted- I normally do. <laughs> Ted Spiker also wrote it. There's not much about Ted out there. He's like a contributor, a contributing editor of Men's Health. He lives in Gainesville, okay. Florida. David lives in New York. Ooh, paradise. But other than these food uh, books and nutrition information, I see no qualifications for him writing a sex book, right? So I'm like... Oh, great. Here we go again. However, I'll say this. So the name of the book is Men Love and Sex, The Complete User's Guide for Women. So what they did, Delia, was Mm -hmm. they took a sample size. I want to say a thousand men. Okay. And they asked them all the same questions. Okay. And then they did the math. And they did, you know, so it was kind of like a scientific and literary study so he could write the book. Of course. Uh, but he's a magazine editor. So that's because when I had said the book last week was like a cartoon, like a comic book or something. It's basically yeah. it, it. it's written out. It looks like a series of magazine articles. And okay. I really like that because it made it really easy to find nuggets and you know, I have I have dog. Who doesn't love here. finding nuggets? I love nuggets. I want to put nuggets <laughs> all up in it. Nuggets so, are delicious. So, so I first of all, I highly recommend this book. A because I think he did a great job of putting it all together, and the information is straight from the mouths of men. I mean, he interviewed all these men and got a. Ain't no, nothing a, better than that. Yeah, and he got a sample size. And so some of the topics in the book are, why do guys always need to be in charge? <laughs> why don't men talk like women do? Oh, God. Thank goodness <clears throat> they don't. Oof. Why do guys cheat? How can I get him to focus on foreplay? What really scares a man? What inspires a man to marry? Do men believe in love at first sight? Why do men need to be alone? What does he really think about your body? So these are also juicy. Well, they are because I feel like he really, um, 
He went and asked all these men these questions that really speak to what women are wondering. And that's like driving us crazy. And he did it in like a survey form so that men didn't have to sit there and talk about their feelings as much as they were just answering <laughs> multiple choice questions. <laughs> okay, so of course, like the first, I'm scanning through the notes. Yes, tell and me. And the first thing that catches my eye. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What do men really want in bed? Okay, girl. Since this, this is, is the sex one. season. Also, uh, BT gonna... dubs, my mom is not listening to this season. Why? <laughs> she just, just doesn't want to hear me talk know. about sex. Yeah. <laughs> or having it. That's fair enough. So I'm like, That's okay, you can bag off this season, mother. Luckily, my so mother. So let's get dirty. My mother has I'm passed. sure Fran is listening. Uh, if she's listening... She'll come back from the dead and kick me in the teeth, if that's the case. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was not. She'd come back and compliment me on my shapely legs. She would. She totally would. <laughs> your hair and your blue I, eyes. I love her. So, okay. What do men really want in bed? How to find the perfect balance between predictable and dangerous. Um, oh, FYI, this book is free on Audible. If you do like a, you know, an Audible trial, this is one of the totally free books on there. Otherwise, I think it's oh, like 10 bucks cool. on Kindle. Yeah. Okay. So it's not an expensive book. Some of these books are expensive <sighs> unless you buy them used. This one's really reasonable. So each, each chapter starts with the question that they surveyed the men with. So this question was, gentlemen, what's something you would like to try in the bedroom with your wife or girlfriend? So this section had some of the highest percentages of positive responses to all of the questions asked. So toys, toys, 79% of men. Watching porn, 78% of men. Uh Public sex, 77% of men. Videotaping. I've done all this. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Videotaping, 69%. 69, get it? 69. Mm, get uh, it, get it. Light bondage, 67%. Role playing, 67%. I am not going to be your stepsister, okay? I'm not. Okay, um, daddy. Gr- <laughs> grooming or shaving, 66%. Also, if you don't want to walk in the garden, get a landscaper. <laughs> Threesomes, 55%. Swinging or swapping, 24%. You see the drop? Yeah. Like it went from... Because see, the thing is, I think most dudes don't want to see their lady with another dude. Yeah, right. Exactly. By and large. Or even another lady. Because what if that lady... Yeah, as long as they're participating in it. But I think the swapping thing is like... I just thought that that was fascinating because I thought that that would be like at the top, you know? I mean, maybe if they had prefaced it with, and it won't affect your relationship or something like that, because I just feel like the only reason why. Where's that fucking magical land? Of course it's going to affect something. The only reason why is because they don't want to risk their woman like finding someone or, or watch their woman enjoying sex with someone else or maybe pleasing her more so another thing in the book that's rad is every chapter has this section that says say this not that and so it's like how mm. to communicate with okay. a man which is rad because some of them are hilarious and it's like goes back to some of the books in the first season where we were like Oh, so we have to put How do we it this even way. talk to them? Right. So caveman will understand. <laughs> but these actually uh, these actually make sense. And and honestly, I'm like, well, if somebody communicated that way with me, I'd probably feel better about it too. So, say this. Maybe we should try this flavored flavored lube I bought today. I know just where to put it for a taste test. Do not say our sex life is so boring. We need to try something new because don't just demand excitement, bring it on. So a lot of the things in the book, the the idea that men literally, for the most part, cannot read our minds 
And it's not even like, it's not a sarcastic thing. It's they can't read our mind. They're not sitting there like how women have intuition and we're constantly like second guessing and constantly thinking about, men might think, oh, I wanna try this lube, but most men are terrified to say it because they don't know what the response is gonna be and they don't wanna risk pissing you off or alienating you or, you know, so the book is always like pushing. Making us cry. <laughs> right, it, yeah, exactly. The book is always pushing like, be very clear and just say what you want, you know? Yeah. Please stay tuned listeners. We'll be back in a quick second after this short commercial break. One group of actors, Shakespeare and alcohol, enter Amplified Ale Works Acid Vault. Join New Match Collective for Boozin' with the Bard and Booze with Us. Come to the East Village on the first Friday of every month to see something unlike any other live production in San Diego. Boozin' with the Bard is an interactive live theater performance where the sophisticated admiration of Shakespeare and liquored up actors meet in an underground acid-inspired venue. The first play of the series will be A Midsummer Night's Dream. Tickets available at newmatchcollective.wix.com. Planning a gala, large fundraiser, or opening night party can be stressful. Brandon Event Management has more than 20 years of event planning experience. Specializing in nonprofit event management, event marketing strategies, and flawless execution. Visit brandoneventmanagement.com to schedule a free consultation. Two techniques, one program, endless possibilities. The Meisner Chekhov Integrated Studio is the only acting training program of its kind in San Diego. Led by master teachers Lisa Berger, Jeffrey Ingman, and Liz Shipman, classes are offered in eight-week sessions, seminars, intensives, and weekend workshops. For more information, email mcitstudio at gmail.com or visit mcitstudio.weebly.com. Say this, tonight I have to sleep, but tomorrow night I'll rip your clothes off with my teeth. Do not say That's not I'm I not- said last night. <laughs> do not say I'm not in the mood because rejection is always tough even after years of marriage <clears throat> oh yeah so I think that's fair enough I mean that's the, that's true for men and women so um <laughs> and that's the truth <laughs> this one's funny say this your penis is huge do not silence <laughs> because you love him <laughs> but what if it. it's not huge it i mean we're, we're all like operating on the same like <clears throat> measurement scale but that's the point it's like they need that validation that they're going to satisfy you with whatever package they they come with well, it's not yeah, true I mean, you but... can say that you satisfy me i mean like i'm not gonna tell a guy that's gonna be a if... not say this that's the point Listen, say, I've been with a micro penis before. Well, then you're not going to do it again. And you don't have to say it to him, but it's if you love him. Who am them. I saying it to? <laughs> you're saying am it I to a guy you're in love with. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But you, you probably, I mean, I'm guessing you're probably not going to be in love with him if he has a micro penis. I fall in love so often, though. <laughs> so. You do. You basically so just times. trip over the, you uh, yeah. trip over the bidet and you, wait, not a bidet. <laughs> oh my God. Are you drunk? What's in that coffee mug? Caramel flavoring. Yeah, clearly. sure. No, you trip over an ottoman and you're in love. Yeah. There, I said ottoman. Ottoman. That makes more sense than a bidet. I was like, why am I in the bathroom? Why do I, I don't understand. Do this? Uh, okay. This is a page that I dog-eared because oh. I was fucking fascinated by this this is in the chapter why does our sex life run hot and cold okay this is so funny to me because you know how we dealt a lot last season with sleeping on the first date yes and they're all like do not sleep on the first date do not sleep with a man on the first date if you want that to be a relationship 63 mm -hmm. percent of the men surveyed say that a woman who sleeps with them on the first date probably won't be the woman they marry. 63%. Get it. 63% think I'm a dirty 
whore, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Well, FYI, because you sleep with me on the first date, I may not want to marry you either. So there, the feeling's mutual. Well, yeah. No, fair enough. But I'm saying if they surveyed all of these men and that's the outcome, well, it makes sense why all of these experts are saying do not sleep with a man on the first date because... Well, that's if you want it to go somewhere. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, where do you want it to go? And how do you know on the first date? You typically don't. No, I agree. I agree. It's still like, but I just thought that that was a fascinating statistic based on we really dealt with that a lot. Everything we learned last season. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Let's see. My other. I kind of, I'm wondering what, what do men really want in love? Is that a chapter or are you just asking me in general? Yeah. No, it's after the chapter, what inspires a man to marry? Okay, so what do men really want in love? The truth about what keeps men in love for decades and the simple formula you need for ensuring long-term happiness. So this was the question. Men, how often would you like to have sex? And how often are you having sex? That's the question. Wait, wait. This is the question in the chapter, what do men really want in love? Yes, for your visual verification, yes. So it comes back to sex anyway. (sighs) Girl, it always does. (laughs) But listen, so this is interesting. This is why it's interesting. Okay, okay. Hit me with it. Couple times a week. No, couple times a month or less, 6%. Once a week, 8%. Twice a week, 22%. Three times a week, 28%. More than three times a week, 38% of men want it more than three times a week. The number of times men say they're presently having sex. Now, this this is doesn't make sense because a couple times a month or less, 58%. Once a week, 15%. Twice a week, 12%. Three times a week, 6%. More than three times a week, 9%. So it's so, opposite. It, right. So what they want and then what they're actually having. Yes, is not obviously the same thing. <clears throat> okay, so. I'm sorry. Like, so. <laughs> I'm living with a guy. We're together or whatevs. Mm-hmm. I want to have sex every day and probably multiple times a day. Well. Like, I initially. mean. Yeah, I. I don't know. Like, I can't imagine not. It's right there. I can't imagine not being like, yeah, let me uh, let me get on it. (laughs) But aren't there days when you're tired or you don't feel sexy or. I am not that tired ever. (laughs) (laughs) To not utilize the. I can go from not feeling sexy to feeling sexy in like three seconds. It's just like, I mean, it's, I don't know, maybe it's a closeness thing. I don't know what it is, but maybe I'm, I hate the word nympho, but I just, I enjoy having sexual intercourse. Yeah, no, you're not a nympho, Delia. I think you say that now, but maybe if you lived with a man for five years, that might change. Yeah, but like dropping down to twice a month? Yeah. Like, are you masturbating when they're not around? Yes, I am. That I'm doing every day, multiple times a day. I'm going to go ahead and just confirm that right out of the gate. That if that's the situation, I'm masturbating for sure. Like, no, I, I agree. just want to like I get have it. that spark always. Yeah, I get it. But I think it depends on how, there's a lot of factors that go into that. And I think sometimes you don't want to have sex all the time. The one thing, though, that I don't want to do in a relationship is withhold sex because I'm using it as like leverage. You know, I want to feel a flow of like, no, we both want it and we're going in. Like, I, you know. Yeah, I, hate- I would never be able to hold out like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll hold out other things. Like, I won't heat up your Chef Boyardee, but. <laughs> I will not darn your socks. <laughs> But (laughs) But I'm definitely going to bang it out because I'm just like in a much, much, much better mood, much better when that's happening. Yeah. 
No, I get it, girl. I get it. I but I'm just saying, this is of men who were surveyed. I don't know. I know. I just, I'm thinking, like, for for those of us out there in relationships, and by those of us, I mean y'all, because I'm not, but... Um, you, you mean other people. I mean other people. Yes. Are you in a place that you're having sex twice a month? And if so, like, is that cool? I mean, instead of saying, like, hey, this is how it just happens, it doesn't have to be that way. That much yeah. I know. Right. So, I mean, there's entire, like, realms of coaching and retreats, and there's a whole industry dedicated to rekindling that spark. Why are you together? Well, I I don't know. I can't answer that other than through my own experience of being in a long-term relationship with someone who was living in another state, which I was very much not excited about, but... <laughs> I well, and that's him. different too. Like if it's a long distance, but if you're like in the same No, but I'm saying like space. factors that keep you with somebody even though there's a lack of sex, it's like I loved him. I I loved yeah. him and I wanted to be with him and I wanted to figure it out and make it work. And when we did have sex, it was like amazing. So, it definitely kept me when I would go and visit, he definitely made sure that mama had something to come back to. I mean, he was very, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, ooh. and that's different. I mean, you know, uh, people in the military who are deployed, that's going to be different. I'm saying, like, you are living together in the same place. You have dependable jobs that have the same schedule. What happens that you're only having sex two times a month? I think attraction dies over time. Physical attraction dies over time. This is bumming me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I think that. But I don't think it has to. That's the thing. Like, it I don't no, it, it doesn't to. have to. And I think there are plenty of couples that fuck 12 times a week. But I think there are some couples that don't. And that the thing that keeps them in it is that they love each other. And it's not all just about the sex. But I think the numbers. But then obviously, book, like with this like this survey there is it's skewed you know what i mean because it's skewed but there is an impetus to keep a man sexually satisfied based on these numbers and to also know that your relationship might suffer if if you don't you know kind of meet the requirements of more than three times a week. The majority of men want well, it. Oh, yeah. That. Also, gentlemen, there is like an impetus to keep me satisfied as well. Like, I'm not in it to just make sure, like, you're getting it. <laughs> like, you well, know, yeah, I think course. like that's the. But this book is about men. About. Love well, yes, sex. true. But this book is not about Delia. I live in a vagina body. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm vagina friendly. So considering, like, I have to live in this body that has this particular sex organ attached to it, I just, I, I think that if we just felt more empowered to express sexuality, like, I think that's par the biggest part of our problem. Absolutely. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I think that we don't, for whatever reason sex is so taboo in our society that even when it's completely available to us, we're still scared to ask for what we want. Yeah. By and large, a lot of people are afraid that, oh, if I say that I want this thing, is this person going to, you know, because when I'm, I try to never shame somebody for what their fantasy is or what they desire, but I have told people, well, I'm, I'm not comfortable with that, but I try to never make yeah. anybody feel bad, but there aren't, there are people that do go like, Oh God, no, I never do that. And then I think that, you know, that puts a damper on that man ever asking for that thing again. Cause they don't know what the response is going to be or, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. We could grapple with this all day. I don't think we can answer. Oh my God. This could so... be an entire season. <laughs> yeah. Let's just do a season on that. Why don't you have sex more than once a week? Or once a month, or in my case, once a decade, sometimes. <laughs> so. Girl. <laughs> mm. Oh, girl.
Okay, what well, I wanted to touch on one more topic in this book, and then I want to touch on something that I think speaks to the female answer to your issue with men that love question. and sex. <laughs> okay. Well, one more thing. So in this chapter, what do men really want in love? He says, "What's the formula for what a man wants in a long-term relationship?" Oh. Mm-hmm. Is there a quick mantra I should keep in mind? And I love this because this is. This would be the same for me. How's this? Love us like you've known us for years. Surprise us like you've known us for days. That's so sweet. I love that. I like that. Right? I love that. Yeah. I think Because everyone wants that. I think that's perfect for both men and women. Uh, Not everybody. Some people are weird if you show too much affection or too much. But I think a lot of people do want that. Well, I mean, that goes back to our love language. But... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think people want that, like, comfort level with someone, but also, like, I think the biggest killer of any sex life is the rut. Absolutely. And getting stuck in the same formula of, like, okay, this will get me off the quickest so I can go to bed and not yeah, have and to I look think at you. <laughs> that's where we run into issues with monogamy because it's so easy to get into a rut when you don't experiment with other partners or other fantasies or other, uh, you know? Yeah. Um, Part of the issue though, so I want to go to what does he really think about your body? This one was, that's always been an issue for me of feeling like I'm only ever going to attract a certain guy because I'm only going to attract men who like larger women, larger, amazing, incredibly intelligent women. Uh, um, (laughs) Obvi. Clearly driven, uh, compassionate, ambitious, hilarious, ambitious, mm-hmm. amazing, <laughs> generous, can drive well. Um, <laughs> I have been in a car with you numerous times. I can back that statement up. Right, you're still alive, so mm-hmm. this is good. This is it's all. This is, these are all good signs. Question: How often do you fantasize about another woman? While you're in a relationship. Mm. Daily, 13%. Weekly, 10%. Monthly, 4%. Once in a while, 54%. And never, 21%. Huh. So, you know, I think that's interesting because I think it kind of shatters a few myths about men always want something else or, you know, not necessarily. Okay. Okay. This is another one that of the say this, not that. Mm-hmm. And I've and I've done this <clears throat> only as a joke because I really don't care because I used to like I would go to my mom and I'd be like, how does this look on me? And she'd be like, I don't like it. It doesn't flatter, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, oh, well, I like it. And then I would just, you know, I'd wear it anyway. <laughs> and then I just kind of developed You're not an stubborn attitude. at all. Well, I'm just like, I just want you to say it looks great on you. You look beautiful. That can be a man or my mom or my grandma, whatever. And Mm -hmm. so I rarely asked a guy, you know, so you're supposed to say, how do I look? You're not supposed to say, do you think I look fat? Because he won't think it until you mention it. Then he's gonna be like, ooh. As a matter of fat, uh, say this. Oh, shit. Say this. You're sexy. Not do you still find me sexy? Because the best way to get the compliments you want is to give them. And that is true. That is true. Say this. Having sex in the dark makes me feel like an animal. Do not say this. Don't turn on the lights. I don't want you to see my cellulite. (laughs) Yeah. Because calling attention to your body image problems won't make you or him feel any randier. True. Here's my issue with that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Ladies. Um, and this is definitely something I've found to be true. As somebody who like really like first like putting myself out there, getting like physically naked with someone mm-hmm. is like jumping off a 50 foot cliff into a lake like it is Uh. just fucking terrifying 
But yes. once you like jump off, the, there's only one way down. Like mm -hmm. it's happening. Mm -hmm. I would say like leave the lights on. Mm -hmm. Really like, I mean, there it is fucking wild. Mm -hmm. Like just how somebody looks at you in that moment. I mean, mm -hmm. and he, it's hilarious, but like guys, they think they won the jackpot. There's like a naked chick there. <laughs> right, right. They're pretty pumped. Yeah. Um, they're not like, oh God, what, ha what happened with all that cellulite? Well, um, and especially if it's the naked chick that they've been fantasizing about for weeks that you've been dating yeah. or that you've, you know, I think men do have an idea in their head of what is a hot or beautiful body. But I also think that when a man finds you attractive, that doesn't just mean he just likes everything that he can't see. He wants to see all the rest of the stuff. That's the animal in yeah. us. That's the primate. It's like, I got to get underneath all of that and get, you know. That's the slut bonobo. <laughs> That's the slut <laughs> bonobo. I got to genital rub that person. <laughs> you know? Pori Hemplo, um, <laughs> while texting Circus Cock today, He's like, you know what I love about you? Like, you don't hesitate to sit on my face when I ask. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? Because you ask so politely. <laughs> right. I was You're like, so kind about it. I'm like, it's something that you want to do. I feel comfortable with you. I'm willing to try it out. Is it my yeah. favorite thing ever? Probably not. But because it brings you so much joy mm -hmm. and you're my partner at this time. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a whirly do. No, and Being, that's like a conversation of a bigger frame. I'm constantly like, am I gonna like suffocate you or like right? Did break, I break your, your nose? nose yeah. Or... Do you need cosmetic surgery now? Because I sat on your face. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So this guy that I've been texting with and that I met last week, um, he the other day he texted me and he said, uh, "I want you to send me a picture of." your lips right now and he's been really respectful about not like not dirty pictures but he's more just i don't know it's like sensual or i, I don't know he he there's something like just there's like a physical connection there between us for sure and it's like very it's very sexually charged and mm -hmm. so i text him and i said you know i am a independent driven busy woman and nothing turns me on more than when a man just tells me what to do. You forgot good driver. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd remind you. <laughs> I did. Uh, and I'm a good driver. And nothing turns me on more. No, but it was like, it does. It turns me on when a guy's like, do this. Do, but only like sexually, not, you know, not like in the workplace or it, not like that. But when it is like a sexual exchange and a guy is like, do this, it just, it does it for me, you know? And I yeah. think it is because I'm so in control of everything. And then it's like, okay. So after I told him that, now he's going to town. Now I'm like, okay. <laughs> You're like raining in a bit. Yeah. Lena. I'm like, come on. I'm now. not going to be your dirty little sex slut. You need to calm down. <laughs> but I am enjoying the exchange of like us having the conversation of the boundaries or, or lack of boundary and then playing with mm -hmm. that. It's been really fun, you know, because he's. He's so young. Well, that's and... how you figure it out. Like, right. The plane. <laughs> And, and yeah. when somebody crosses your boundary to say, hey, that's not cool, bro. <laughs> yeah. Another thing in the book that's fun is at the end of each chapter, he does a thing, the sexiest thing a woman's ever said to me, which are all oh. the men that they surveyed. And I can't wait to see if these are some lines I can use. Go ahead. They are, girl. Uh, I, I can scan <laughs> you them all. So the sexiest thing a woman ever said to Sam, who's 34, don't think bad about me, but I love to bleep, like whatever she, you know, don't oh. think bad about me. Um, the sexiest thing Maya ever said to a man, I want to put you in my wet, hot mouth via text message. I'm like, 
<laughs> oh, I love Maya. that via text message. Via text message. Oh, Maya, let me take you to the races, girl. I could teach you some things. I know, but, Maya. That was practically like G-rated right there. Yeah. Right. Okay. This is a good one. This is a really good one. I like this one a lot. The sexiest thing <laughs> Lindsay ever said to a man: "Close your eyes and try not to make any noise." damn you're either gonna be murdered right or you're gonna have the best orgasm of your life (laughs) and a dude would take his chances man oh yeah that guy's gonna close his eyes and be as quiet Uh as he's ever been he's like in church um (laughs) pretty much (laughs) let me find there's some really good ones uh no that's that's too obvious Oh, this one's fun. The sexiest thing Susie, 33, ever said to a man, all I have on is my radio. Oh, hey now. (laughs) Hey, girl, get it. Okay, this one's funny because I'm like, this could go either way. (laughs) The sexiest thing Alexis, 28, ever said to a man, you're the man I'm psyched to make love to every day for the rest of our lives. Now, come on. Some guys would be like, No. Like, is that on your wedding night, Alexis? Because okay. yeah, okay, yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't risk that. Carla, unless I've been I have a for question for you. What? What's the sexiest thing you've ever said to a man that you can remember? <clears throat> the sexiest thing I've ever said to a man. Oh my god. Okay. So I was seeing this guy who was a horrible person but we had some of the best sex I've ever had and mm-hmm. he would come over and he would be like unlock the door when he you know like when he would show up and okay. he wouldn't so this one time before he could text me and say that I texted him and I said the door's unlocked I'm on my knees <gasps> nice I love it <laughs> and yeah I also- was yeah, ladies, like, talk about being on your knees in front of them. Forget it. Yeah, that door swung right open, girl. Um, <laughs> like some saloon doors. Okay. Oh, this is a good say this, not that, by the way. This is a really good one because you're, so you say, let's hang out. You do not say, give me a call if you feel like doing something. It's like, don't ask. You say, yeah. let's do it. And then, because if you're not more into it, if you're more into it, he'll be more into it. Uh, this is a good one, too. You say, so how many other women do I have to beat off in order for us to be a couple? You do not say, I want us to date exclusively. That makes sense oh, okay. to me. Because yeah. it's kind of like, that could, you know, could be fun and playful, but he could be like, it makes it, I think, less of a, like, a confrontation. Something scary. Yeah, because if, you know, if you just say, I want to date you exclusively, no. Like, what are, you know, like, what are they supposed to say if they don't want to? Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, I, I don't, I, I could literally read this whole book to our listeners because it's just fun. It's got a lot of great information. I will read some of our Amazon reviews. Okay. This one is from TJ, five out of five stars. If you've given up on men, this one may help. This book gives us a peek at men's thoughts and feelings from their perspective. After recently divorcing and getting back into the dating scene, quite unsuccessfully, I might add, I was becoming convinced all men were evil, heartless, sex-craved morons. This book helped me soften that a little bit. I'm now willing to concede that perhaps only half of the men out there are evil, heartless, sex-craved morons. (laughs) This guy, so this was, this was an interesting one because I know we did, you know, we did He's Just Not That Into You and this person gave it five stars but compared it to He's Just Not That Into You and said, I loved both books, but Into You only answers one question really well over and over. Doesn't he like me? Okay. Whereas this book tells you everything you need to know about men, such as how to ask questions to get them to talk. Yes, they're really looking for love, what really turns them on, why they masturbate so much. Um, so it's fun. Because it feels good <laughs> like on my wee wee. 
<laughs> this person said, this is a one star. Ladies, save your money. Men want plenty of sex, lots of attention, minimal decision making, responsibilities at home, and absolutely no talking about feelings. Duh. That just sounded bitter to me. <laughs> so this is what I kind of thought was interesting about, there's not that many reviews on Amazon. There's only like 50 something or 50, I don't know, 53 something. I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting because a lot of the five star reviews were from men and a lot of the one star reviews were from women. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey ladies, maybe, maybe you don't like the information, but this is from the horse's mouth. He interviewed men and asked them yeah. what they were thinking and feeling. If you don't want to hear it, sorry for you, but this is, that's the information, you know? So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Because a lot of the men were like, this is a great resource. This says everything about what you need to know about men. And then the women were like, this book sucks. Just the same old shit over and over again. And I'm like, well. Yeah, men want sex. Like, it's Yeah, a surprise. Thing. Surprise. Hey, guess what? So do I. So. Well, that's right. We've got to get to a place where we accept that they're not the only ones that want sex. We want it too. And not only do we want it, we like it. Yeah. I like legit think of, like I've been thinking about it like 80% of my day today. Well, and I can, right now you've been thinking about it because I know you're like, how much longer are we going to be here? No, I, get- he's working. He's <laughs> no, he's <laughs> otherwise occupied. Fair enough. Um, God bless him. Well, but wonderful. yeah, yeah, no, I think like I've had like see the face of God orgasms with him. Of course, I've been thinking about sex all day. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So. No, I'm all. Hey, I'm here for it. Go get him. Go get the <laughs> go do the eye rolls. Let's, you know. Toe curls, do it all, do it all. <laughs> well, that's it for that one. What okay. What have you got coming up next? My next book, Tell me, girl. and of course, like I brought it with me to actual recording, but not into the studio. It's called The Ethical Slut. <laughs> oh snap! This I can't is a wait to book. put that on my Tinder profile. <laughs> right? I'm getting that book club going. I'm not bullshitting. I'm. I don't think you should. I think we could grow our following. No, I. Thanks, that Tinder. is a great book. That's a great book, and I I can't wait to share it. And then so after after the ethical slut, then you're going to be off for a couple of weeks, and we're going to have some guests. Yes. We're going to have some guests on. Some guests, some co-hosts. <laughs> yes, we're going to have Dr. Jen uh, Gonzalez. She wrote a book called From Madness to Mindfulness, and she was actually my sex therapist for a time. So. She's hey, an incredible, Dr. <laughs> hey, Dr. Jen, she's an incredible person. So I'm excited to have her. And then uh, we I'm have pumped. two more guests lined up for the end of the season. And then you'll rejoin us in February. February. Yes. February. And we Wonderful. have gentlemen guests. So I think that should be a nice yes. dynamic. We're having two dudes on. If everything two goes dudes. as planned, two dudes. So I'm looking forward to that. As we said last week, Delia and I are not licensed therapists. We are not experts in anything having to do with relationships. No. No. <laughs> I'm pretty good at writing dating profiles if anyone needs help doing that. You, girl, you can make a living doing that shit. You are yeah, so, so good at Heads that. up, guys. Holler at me for a min- minimal charge. Ladies, seriously, if you are struggling with the dating profile, because there is an art form to it, Delia is so good at it. I mean, I'm, super I'm not good. kidding. I'm not kidding. If you if you want to get a hold of her, you can email her at landyourman at gmail.com and ask for a dating profile and get a test run and see. And we, we would read some of them on the show would be kind of awesome. Uh, it's maybe so much for, I love doing that for people. I've done it for a handful of friends. Yeah, I'll read next our next episode. I'll read some of the ones you've done for me that have gotten <laughs> right. so much action. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good, girl. No, I'm good. There's no doubt about it. 
All right, follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, on our website, which is too long to say here, but you can find the link in the bio. Our and Kodak that, Kodachrome. Our... That's, that's not, they can't find that's us That's not there. a thing? Okay. You're so out of the loop. Just, oh, I'm certainly out of the loop. You just don't know. You're like, or Hewlett Packard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our abacus. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Carlin Delia signing Be back off. in two and two. Thanks, Chuck Willery. Bye. Bye. Landerman Podcast is a subsidiary of nothing and is produced in association with no one other than Carlinelle and Delia Knight.